following message is recorded at City Light Church in Vicksburg, Mississippi. City Light Church exists to shine the light of Christ in our city and world through the transformed lives of His people. For more information on the church and its ministries, please visit www.citylightvicksburg.org. Today's sermon text is John 3, 31 to 36. He who comes from above is above all. He who is of the earth belongs to the earth and speaks in an earthly way. He who comes from heaven is above all. He bears witness to what he has seen and heard, yet no one receives his testimony. Whoever receives his testimony sets his seal to this, that God is true. For he whom God has sent utters the words of God, for he gives the Spirit without measure. The Father loves the Son and has given all things into his hand. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him. This is God's word. Uh, We praise God for uh, the opportunity to be with you on today. Uh, I am nervous beyond nervous. Uh, may not seem like it, but, you know, those who know me know. Uh, so I thank you for your prayers on this morning. Uh, we won't be before you long. We're walking through the Gospel of John. Amen. It's been a great adventure. Uh, we're getting to see uh, peaks of God's heart. And, you know, for those that already know and love God, I know you're, you're, you're amazed by him and you're in awe of him. But, you know, sometimes we just we get a little distant, we get a little uh, off-put or, or distracted as a word that I'll use later, but just because of life, amen, just because of life. So it's, it's good to have that refreshing, uh, to, to see scripture and hear scripture that you've heard preached probably a thousand times, just to get that reminder that God is awesome, amen, that our God is great, you know, that he is the exalted Christ, amen. So the gospel of John Chapter, th- chapter 3, uh, verse 31, Scripture says, He who comes from above is above all. He who is of the earth belongs to the earth and speaks in an earthly way. He who comes from, from heaven is above all. He bears witness to what he has seen and heard, yet no one receives his testimony. Whoever receives his testimony sets his seal to this, that God is true. For he whom God has sent utters the words of God, for he gives the Spirit without measure. The Father loves the Son and has given all things into his hand. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever does not obey the Son of God shall not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him. I want to talk about the exalted Christ on today. I admittedly have been uh, extremely distracted this week uh, just by work and, and uh, all the events going on in Virginia and all the talk, you know, I don't know what, what circles you've been in and if you've heard any of the conversation, but just the talk and, and, and watching the news. And I live on Facebook because I do it a lot for work. Uh, so even just all the comments that I'm seeing on Facebook and and those conversations, uh, far from Christ exalting, amen, uh, far from Christ honoring, but those conversations have, 
have stirred emotions and, and, and just consumed my thoughts that, you know, even people that, you know, would in times past, you know, sit and joke and talk with each other are now having harsh conversations, you know, in, in, in these open threads on, on Facebook. And I'm like, you know, wow, Lord, you know, what does that mean for us? Because some of these conversations are happening between church folks, amen? You know, what, is, what does this mean? What does this say about us? What does this mean for us as, as the, the church who are supposed to be salt and light? You know, and here people are seeing us openly, you know, have some interesting words for each other. And so I've, I've been distracted. I've been drawn away, so to speak. The, 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 the word distracted, you know, means to have your attention drawn away uh, from. And, and our focus as believers, our focus should be Jesus. Amen. Uh, Psalms 1 says, you know, in his law do, do I meditate both day and night, right? In the text earlier, I believe it's around verse 20, 25, says, Now discussion arose between some of John's disciples and a Jew over purification. And obviously the conversation was not very meaningful because that's all the scripture tells us about it. He, has, he makes that statement and then he goes on 26. And they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, who, he who was with you across the Jordan to whom you bore witness, look, he is baptizing and all are going to him. John's disciples were distracted. You know, here an amazing thing was going on. The Christ one uh, the, or, or the, the anointed one, the Christ was, was starting his ministry and he's out ministering and, and baptisms are going on and, and people are repenting and turning their hearts to him. And they're saying, hey, John, John. You know, people are going to this guy. Would you say that's a distraction? That your concern is that people are being drawn away from, from, from John, you know, to be drawn to Jesus? That's a distraction. Their heart, their mind isn't focused where it should be. That's like saying, you know, hey, people are going to, you know, City Light, but they're not going to Jesus. We, we don't want them to, to come to City light if they're not going to Jesus, amen? You can be in the church but not of the church, but that would just be, church in that, in that measure would be a distraction. So, John's disciples were distracted. You know, the word says, if I be lifted up, if I be exalted, I'll draw all men unto me. And so that's our hope this morning because these, the things that we get caught up on are so temporary, so carnal, so, so not worth. And, and maybe, maybe your distraction wasn't Virginia this week. Maybe your distraction was a bill or maybe your distraction was an injury. Maybe your distraction was an argument that you had with a coworker or with a family member. It doesn't matter what it was. If it was something that drew your attention away. From, 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 from giving your, yourself to, to Christ in prayer and giving yourself to, to God in the study of Scripture and giving yourself to God in service to uh, our neighbor, it was a distraction, amen? And we want to be drawn away from our distractions and drawn to Christ, the exalted Christ. And uh, he's worthy of that for three reasons. 
and that we'll use it to frame our discussion. He's worthy of that because of his position. We're wor- he's worthy of that because of his privilege. And he's worthy of that because of his power. Verse 31 again, he said, He who, he who comes from above is above all. He who is of the earth belongs to the earth and speaks in the earthly way. He who comes from above is above all. His position. The scripture says, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. Amen. And we know if you follow the text down to verse 14, you know, and the word became flesh. You know, we know that they're talking about Jesus there. So Jesus is from above. He's not like you and I in every sense of the word. Can we agree with that? We understand that, that yes, he, he, he was made flesh, born of a woman. We understand that, but, but that's the thing, again, that, that makes him beautiful because while being all man, tempted like, while, you know, like as we, Scripture says, you know, yet without sin, he was all God. So he's from above. His, his origin is greater than our own. His origin is greater than our own. So he's above in that manner. He's above in the sense that he is first. Scripture says alpha and omega, right? Beginning and end. Scripture also refers to him as the the firstborn from the dead. So he's he's first. He's he's above. He's He's not just a good man. He's not just, you know, a prophet. You know, he's not just... He's not just Mary and Joseph's boy. Amen. If you recall the instance in, 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 in Scripture where uh, he, was, he was ministering and, and uh, Scripture says he could there do no, no mighty work because the people were looking at him as, you know, Mary and Joseph's boy. And so in order to, in order to see him in the fullness of his position, we have to raise our thoughts about him. And in raising our thoughts of him, seeing him, seeing him, I like how Pastor Crawford says, Pastor Brian says, as other. It helps to draw us. We're we're, we're so distracted by things because we lose our awe of who he is. To know that he is Lord, to know that he is King, to know that he is Savior, to know that he is worthy of our worship. And in his position, he is in his position as above, as first, he is worthy of our worship. Amen. He who comes, I'm sorry, verse 32, he bears witness to what he has seen and heard, yet no one receives his testimony. Whoever receives his testimony sets to his seal that God is true. For he whom God has sent utters the words of God, for he gives the spirit without measure. The exalted Christ and his privilege. Speaking in terms of witness, you know, back in the day, you know, Scripture says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. Well, guess what? You know, even or even as even as uh, uh, preachers, you know, especially in in, uh, the other Baptist church, you know, can I get an amen? You ever heard a preacher say that? Can I get an amen? Or sometimes we just say amen. Or Pastor Brian says, are you tracking with me? Right? Well, guess what? Jesus doesn't need an amen corner. His witness is true. And his witness is true whether we amen it or not. Amen? Amen. 
That's just force of habit. You don't even think about it. You just say it. Amen. Uh, even in talking with Pastor Brian, he'll still say, are you tracking with me? You know, just personal conversation is just force of habit. But his witness is true. His word is true. His very words framed even the universe that we, that we see. You know, Scripture says, you know, in the beginning, not just in John, but in, 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 in Genesis. Amen. He says, in the beginning, what happened? And God said, that's power. That's authority. That's, that's, that's something worthy of all. That's something worthy to be, to be drawn into. And here, re, re, regarding Jesus, he said he bears witness to what he has seen and heard. Why? Because going back to John, in the beginning, the word was with God. Right? You know, he talks about all the time through, through, through John how he's doing, doing the things that he's seen and heard of his father. So there's a, there's a privilege that comes being connected because he has fellowship. He has access that we don't have. You know, I could, I could probably go over and, and, and lay my head on Matt's chest, but, you know, that would just be weird. I don't really have that privilege, right? Now, all y'all are picturing me laying my head on Matt's chest. But Matt, Heather has that privilege. Why? Right? She has that privilege because she's his, his, his wife. The two become one flesh. Scripture says in John 17 that, the, that Christ, Jesus, and the Father are one, right? So in having that first, firsthand uh, account firsthand witness. He speaks only what he hears. The scripture says again that his father speaks. His witness is trustworthy. So, because of his position, he's worthy of our worship. Because of his privilege, because of his relationship, because he, what he speaks, what he hears directly from the father, his witness. His testimony is worthy of our trust. Amen. Verse 35. The Father loves the Son and has given all things into his hand. Whosoever believes the Son has eternal life. Whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him. The exalted Christ in his power, and this is the thing that I get most excited about because it's it's amazing. You know, the scripture says, the song rather, sing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. Amazing. Just when I sit and think about the things that, that, that I know I've done, and we're not even talking uh, B.C., we're talking A.D. You know, I, I expect B.C. Corey to, to behave a certain way, right? But A.D. Corey, A.D. Corey should, should be perfect even as he is perfect, be holy even as he is holy, A.D. Corey should, should, should uh, speak with a, a soft answer that turns away wrath, right? 
That's you guys, right? Every day, 24-7, all the time, right? A.C. Corey, A.D. Corey has his, his thoughts set on things that are above where, you know, uh, 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 thieves cannot steal and, and moths cannot corrupt. Well, that's, that's, that's really not the case. I confess I'm guilty. I'm, I'm, I, I, I take Paul's position when he, when he refers to himself as, as the chief sinner, you know, of whom I am the, the chief sinner. He, he, he ghost, you know, Matt was talking about ghostwriter. You know, he ghostwrit that one for me. You know, A.D. AD Corey falls short. Falls short on a daily basis. A, a prayer that I love to pray and uh, or that I pray daily and I know, well, I know he does not, but my flesh tells me he gets tired of hearing me confess 1 John 1 and 9. That if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sin and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. His his power as Savior to, to be perfect and holy and righteous and to accept or rather to take all that to place it upon us that he might receive to himself imperfect unholy unrighteous man me the father and loves the son has given all things to his hands who Ever believes in the Son has eternal life. Why am I so caught up in the frailty and in the failures of others that are going on around me, judging one another, fighting with one another over skin color, over relics, statues? And we're ready to fight. We're ready to take life. And here I am standing guilty before the, the Lord of the universe. And he says to me, I love you. We're, we're polar opposites. I might look different from you, but it's still skin. Remember, Jesus is he who comes from above is above all. And yet he finds a way to find common ground. He finds a way to, 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 to give us John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That's the exalted Christ. That's the exalted Christ. So he is worthy of our praise. He is worthy of our thanksgiving because of his power. So I just, I I, I charge myself. uh, There's a song, there's a song by Fred Hammond. It's one of my, Fred Hammond is one of my favorite, favorite uh, gospel artists. He says, uh, the song, the song is called All Things are working and he says let me encourage you as i encourage me let me encourage you as i encourage me don't allow yourself to be drawn away that there's too much in him too much of him he is unsearchable 
He is too good, too awesome, too amazing, too marvelous, too wondrous, too... My vocabulary is too limited to describe all the reasons why we should set our thoughts on him and not be distracted by everything else that's going on in our life. As a matter of fact, Scripture says, take no thought, right, for your life. What you shall eat, what you shall drink, where you will lay your head. Your heavenly Father knows you have need of these things. Seek ye first kingdom of heaven and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. So that's, that's just for our daily needs. You know, how much more things that scripture already told us was coming, right? Does any of the events, be it locally, be it, you know, internationally, do any of these events take us by surprise, or can we see it all laid out in Scripture? And do we understand that it'll actually get worse before it gets better? So yes, we should hold fast to Jesus. Not only for our own sakes, but for the sakes of those who are around us. Because if I'm distracted, is the gospel on display? I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't share Christ with anybody this week. Oh, bad preacher. I was distracted. If the gospel be hid, it's hid to those that are lost. Do we have time to be distracted? So I, my prayer for you is that, you know, in the, in the days coming and in the weeks coming and in the months coming, that you would be so filled with awe by the exalted Christ that everything else would, would, would just seem irrelevant. That it, would, that it would take up no more of your thought than it takes for you to pray about it. Amen. He's so worthy. He's so worthy. So worthy. And the fact, again, the fact that we are not just blows my mind that he would call me his own. That he loves me that much. That he loves you that much. Let us pray. Father, we are grateful for your Christ. We are grateful for the perfect life that he lived. We are grateful for him being first. Lord, Scripture is saying that in all things that he might have the preeminence. So, Lord, we are, are, are grateful that you loved us enough to send your only son. Father, I pray for, for my own heart. I pray for the hearts of, of every person in this room. Oh, Lord, there, there are tons of things in life that, that can be used to distract us, Lord, from our emotional and, and physical to financial issues, Lord, to uh, things going on throughout, uh, around our community, around our country, around our world with issues of race and talk of nuclear war and 
There are, there are tons of things, Lord, that draw our attention from you, Lord. My prayer is that the light of Christ would shine so brightly. Our Lord, the, 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 the artist seven said, make your voice the most beautiful thing I've heard. Lord, I pray that we would hear you and, 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 and focus on you. That your voice would ring in our ears and in our heart more loudly than any other voice in our life, O oh Lord. Fulfilling the scripture, my sheep hear my voice. Father, help us to keep our minds stayed on you. For scripture says, Lord, which we, you will keep in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. Lord, I thank you for the peace of every heart in this place, O oh Lord. Make much of your name for your glory and for our good. In Jesus' name, amen. This message was brought to you by the family and friends of City Light Church. For church worship times, directions, support opportunities, or other ministry information, please visit www.citylightvicksburg.org.